Welcome to Sleepy Head Stories today. We love to read books, be silly, and play. Me and my mommy are here every week to read you great stories that all are unique. Join us at bedtime, or bath time, or breakfast. We promise it's better than a trip to the dentist. Welcome to Sleepyhead Stories. Welcome to Sleepyhead Stories. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to another episode of Sleepyhead Stories. Tonight we are reading book number two in, in the Peter Rabbit series. That's right. I love the Peter Rabbit series. Series. Me too. And book number two is The Tale of Squirrel Nutkin. There he is right there on the cover, Squirrel Nutkin. And again, all these books are by author Beatrix Potter. And in book number one, last week, we read about Peter Rabbit. And we read about his three sisters, Flopsy, Mopsy, and Cottontail. And they both like raspberries. They right, and they lived in the burrow under the tree. And his mom told him, "Don't go to Mr. McGregor's garden." And what did he do? He went right to that garden, didn't he? Yep. And he almost got caught. He got out by the skin of his teeth. So, book number two, like I said, is the tale of Squirrel Nutkin. We're going to learn all about him tonight. Do you have anything? What do you think this book's going to be about? Any mm, thoughts? I think I know what, why it's called Nutkin. Why? Why do you think he's called Squirrel Nutkin? Because they like nuts. I think so, too. Squirrels love nuts, especially acorns and things. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. So after this commercial, we're going to hear all about Mr. Squirrel Nutkin. Mm-hmm. 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 Hold on. All right, guys, we're back. Yes, right. And we're ready. The Tale of Squirrel Nutkin. Okay. This is a tale about a tail. A tail that belonged to a little red squirrel, and his name was Nutkin. He had a brother called Twinkleberry and a great many cousins. They lived in a wood at the edge of a lake. He's cute. Mm-hmm. Fluffy thing. In the middle of the lake, there is an island covered with trees and nut bush- bushes. And amongst those trees stands a hollow oak tree, which is the house of an old owl who is called Old Brown. One autumn, when the nuts were ripe and the leaves on the hazel bushes were golden and green, Nutkin and Twinkleberry and all the other little squirrels came out of the wood and down to the edge of the lake. They made little rafts out of twigs and they paddled away over the water to Owl Island to gather nuts. Each squirrel had a little sack 
and a large oar and spread out his tail for a sail. Look how cute they look going over there to the island. Hmm. <laughs> they also took with them an offering of three fat mice as a present for Old Brown and put them down upon his doorstep. Then Twinkleberry and the other little squirrels each made a low bow and said politely, Old Mr. Brown, will you favor us with permission to gather nuts upon your island? Hmm. Look at Mr. Brown, Old Brown. But Nutkin was excessively impertinent in his manners. He bobbled up and down like a little red cherry, singing, Riddle me, riddle me, wrote tote tote, a little wee man in a red, red coat, a staff in his hand and a stone in his throat. If you'll tell me this riddle, I'll give you a groat. Now, this riddle is as old as the hills. Mr. Brown paid no attention whatsoever to Nutkin. He shut his eyes obstinately and went to sleep. So, little squirrel nutkin was a little too excited basically jumping around and mr old brown didn't like it and shut his eyes and ignored him this doesn't sound good the squirrels filled their little sacks with nuts and sailed away home in the evening okay so they got their nuts hmm. but <laughs> Next morning, they all came back again to Owl Island, and Twinkleberry and the others brought a fine fat mole and laid it on the stone in front of Old Brown's doorway and said, Mr. Brown, will you favor us with your gracious permission to gather some more nuts? But Nutkin, who had no respect, began to dance up and down, tickling old Mr. Brown with a nettle and singing, Old Mr. B, riddle me re, hitty pity within the wall, hitty pity without the wall, if you touch hitty pity, hitty pity will bite you. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Mr. Brown woke up suddenly and carried the mole into his house. Oh, Squirrel Nuckin is a little too excited I think he shut the door in Nutkin's face presently a little thread of blue smoke from a wood fire came up from the top of the tree and Nutkin peeped through the keyhole and sang a house full a hole full and you cannot gather a bowl full he's like he's like taunting the owl teasing him the squirrels searched for nuts all over the island and filled their little sacks, but Nutkin gathered oak apples, yellow and scarlet, and sat on a beech stump playing marbles and watched the door of old Mr. Brown. Hmm. On the third day, the squirrels got up very early and went fishing. They caught seven fat minnows as a present for old Brown. They paddled over the lake and landed under a crooked chestnut tree on Owl Island. Twinkleberry and six other little squirrels each carried a fat minnow, 
but Nutkin, who had no nice manners, brought no present at all. He ran in front, singing, The man in the wilderness said to me, How many strawberries grow in the sea? I answered him as I thought good, As many red herrings as grow in the wood. But Mr. Brown took no interest in riddles, not even when the answer was provided for him. On the fourth day, the squirrels brought a present of six fat beetles, which were as good as plums in plum pudding for Old Brown. Each beetle was wrapped up carefully in a dock leaf, fastened with a pine needle pin. But Nutkin sang as rudely as ever. Old Mr. B, riddle me re, four flower of England, fruit of Spain, met together in a shower of rain, put in a bag tied round with a string. If you'll tell me this riddle, I'll give you a ring. Which was ridiculous of Nutkin because he had not got any ring to give Old Brown. Hmm. The other squirrels hunted up and down the nut bushes, but Nutkin gathered Robin's pincushions off a briar bush and stuck them full of pine needle pins. What is he doing? On the fifth day, the squirrels brought a present of wild honey. It was so sweet and sticky, and they licked their fingers as they put it down upon the stone. They had stolen it out of a bumblebee's nest on the tippity top of the hill, but Nutkin skipped up and down and started singing. Hum a bum buzz buzz, hum a bum buzz. As I went over Tipple Tine, I met a flock of bonny swine, some yellow necked, some yellow backed. They were very bonniest swine that er went over Tipple Tine. He's got these strange songs, huh? That he sings. He makes up funny songs. Old Mr. Brown turned up his eyes in disgust at the impertinence of Nutkin. But he ate up the honey. So it seems like old Mr. Brown doesn't like it, but he doesn't really do anything either, huh? The squirrels filled their little sacks with nuts, but Nutkin sat upon a big flat rock and played nine pins with a crab apple and green fir cones. It's like bowling. He played some bowling. He's not doing anything. He's not gathering nuts, nothing. On the sixth day, which was Saturday, the squirrels came again for the last time. They brought a new laid egg in a little rush basket as a last parting gift for Mr. Brown. But Nutkin ran in front laughing and shouting. Humpty Dumpty lies in the beck with a white counterpane round his neck. Forty doctors and forty rights cannot put Humpty Dumpty to rights. <laughs> now, old Mr. Brown took an interest in the eggs. He opened one eye and shut it again, but still did not speak. Hmm. Why didn't kill their sister? No, he just doesn't talk. Let's see what happens. Nutkin became more and more impertinent. Impertinent means pers like he wasn't going to stop. He's going to keep singing and keep being silly. 
Old Mr. B, old Mr. B, hickamore, hickamore on King's kitchen door. All the King's horses and all the King's men couldn't drive hickamore, hickamore off the King's kitchen door. Nutkin danced up and down like a sunbeam. But still, old Brown said nothing. Nutkin began again. Arthur Old Bower has his broken band. He comes roaring up the land. The King of Scots, with all his power, cannot turn off Arthur of the Bower. Nutkin made a whirling noise to sound like the wind. And he took a running jump right onto the head of Old Brown. Then, all at once, there was a flutterment and a scufflement and a loud squeak. The other squirrels scuttered away into the bushes. <gasps> what do you think happened? Mm-hmm. When they came back, very cautiously, peeping round the tree, there was Old Brown sitting on his doorstep, quite still, with his eyes closed as if nothing had happened. But Nutkin was in his waistcoat, waistcoat pocket. He had nutkin in his pocket. Uh oh. This looks like the end of the story, but it isn't. So he's got, Mr. Brown's got nutkin in his claws. Old Brown carried nutkin into the house and held him up by his tail. <gasps> but nutkin pulled so very hard that his tail broke off and he dashed up the staircase and escaped out the attic window. <gasps> Didn't he get hurt? He hurt, but he, his tail, look, it's got chopped off because he ran away. He tried to run away in his tail. He had him hanging by his tail. <gasps> and to this day, if you meet Nutkin up a tree and ask him a riddle, he will throw sticks at you and stamp his feet and scold and shout, the end. So, it seems like little squirrel Nuckin is a little too rambunctious for Mr. Old Brown. And after a while, Mr. Brown had had enough when squirrel Nuckin jumped on top of his head. And that's how squirrel Nuckin lost his tail all right guys i hope you like story number two of the peter rabbit series the tale of squirrel nutkin and these are all characters in peter's world so we're learning all about each one of them at a time all right next week we'll be back with book number three you want to say good night conchetta have anything to say tired huh I'm going to sleepyhead stories. Sleepyhead stories. We say goodnight to you guys. Good night, guys. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Hi, guys. Corey here from Sleepyhead Stories, and I have some exciting news to share with you all. We now have our very own website sleepyheadstoriespodcast.com hop on there with your parents to see things like pictures listen to old episodes 
purchase cool merchandise, or you can even reach out to us. And speaking of reaching out, we are now going to be giving shout outs to all our favorite listeners. Send us a message either on our website or an email to sleepyheadstories at gmail.com or a direct message on our Instagram or Facebook page, and we'll give you a shout out in the next episode. If you have a birthday coming up, let us know, and we'll for sure wish you a happy birthday on the podcast. Also, guys, if you feel to do so, please leave us a review on Apple iTunes. You can either leave us a starred review, or if you feel like it, you can write a full review out and let everybody know how much you enjoy Sleepyhead Stories. We would truly appreciate it. Guys, thank you so much. We love what we do. We love reading books, and we love sharing them with you all. Have a great day or a great night, and we'll talk to you in the next episode.